everyone remain calm. Welcome to a special update episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Now, I'm your host, Brad Jost, and today we finally have the sequel director announcement that we've been waiting for. Uh, Today is Monday, April 18th, 2016, and the powers that be officially let us know that the Spanish film director, J.A. Bayona, will be directing the sequel to Jurassic World. Now, rumors have been floating around since about January, Uh, about Bayona possibly coming on board for a Jurassic sequel once he left the World War Z sequel. Now, apparently, he left that film due to a bit of time constraints, but uh, he officially does not have that problem here as this film does not come out until June 7th, 2018, which is the UK opening date, and he has all that time to finish this film, so hopefully he can get that done. Now, Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow have written the script, and of course Steven Spielberg and Colin are executive producing. Now, the film uh, has brought on Frank Marshall and Pat Crowley to return to produce, but this time they are joined by, uh, which I'm assuming is Bayona's producer, I'll try to get this name right, Belin Atienza. Uh, Hopefully I'm getting that right, I'm not sure exactly. Now, um, Bayona does come into the franchise with a bit more behind him than Colin did uh, when he came into the franchise. Now, you have maybe seen some of Bayona's work. Previously, he directed features The Orphanage and The Impossible. He's also directed two episodes of Showtime's Penny Dreadful. Um, And he also has a film coming out soon called uh, A Monster Calls. And I think it's coming out later this year, I think around October. Um, So I'm sure, like uh, all the other Jurassic Park fans out there, we'll all be heading out to support him, you know, with his work, but also to get a glimpse at his directing style. Um, you know, because some of those other films uh, we may not have seen. I think The Orphanage was back in 2007, The Impossible in 2012, and uh, they weren't on Netflix uh, online last I checked. So you might have to find them elsewhere to to uh, you know to uh, rent them. Uh, but you know, we've got some good news here. So far, his films have been nominated and won awards. So we have a little bit to be hopeful for for his work in the sequel. And, of course, there's a lot of speculation that his work on those darker films will lend a bit of tone to this Jurassic sequel. Now, maybe we are going to get something dark along the lines of The Lost World, uh, but it's really still a bit too early to know, uh, but it is definitely interesting to speculate. Now, enough from me. I have a few responses here from people online about that announcement. First one here comes from James Hawkins uh, from Jurassic Unicast, and he says, Hey Brad, hope you're well. The latest news of the Jurassic World 2 director announcement is great news in my opinion. His character and emotional drama portrayal in The Impossible was truly captivating and intense. 
Emotion, great characters, and tenseness are exactly what a Jurassic film needs. I'm glad they chose him for the part. Speak to you soon, James from Jurassic Unicast Podcast. Thanks for that email, James. I think you're exactly right there. The next entry needs to be, uh, you know, it needs to have a bit of heart and emotion for people to latch on to. I think people complained a lot that Jurassic World is basically just one action sequence after another. Um, And I think we really have to depend on Colin and Derek here for that heart and soul because they're the ones who wrote the script. So, you know, unless it's not in there, Bayona's not going to have anything to put on screen. So hopefully they they put that in the script there. Um, But again, thank you for the message, man. And I'll certainly talk to you uh, again here soon on the podcast. The next response here comes from Christopher Williams on Facebook. He says, I recently rewatched Alien and Aliens, and when you see these two fantastic films back to back, you realize that although they are dealing with the same world, they are almost completely different genres of films. Alien is a gothic horror film, a sci-fi version of The Old Dark House. Aliens is a straight-up wall-to-wall action film. I love them both. Cameron didn't simply copy Alien or do the semi-reboot. He rather took elements from the original film and moved the series forward in new directions. My issue with JP Films is that so many aspects of the sequels, especially Jurassic World, felt like been there, done that. I'm hoping that the new director will do for the JP series what Cameron did for the Alien series. Move the story in new directions and give JP fans something we haven't seen in the series yet. Also of note, Alien and Aliens relied upon amazing practical effects, and they hold up far better than today uh, the CG-heavy Aliens 3 and Alien Resurrection. Might be unrealistic to hope for, but I would love to see a new JP film that put more emphasis on practical effects. Now, I absolutely had to include this one on the update here. I think he is really hitting it on the mark here. There is absolutely nothing wrong with doing things differently. Uh, I think people uh, get a bit, you know, hooked up on the same old routine. You know, it gets frustrating to hear all those critiques that things didn't feel the same. You know, then you get Star Wars, which basically held the same formula as A New Hope. You know, The Force Awakens was basically the same. But then people complained that those were too similar. So you really can't get it right here with how different things can be or how the same they can be. You know, a ton of people were looking for that awe and wonder from the original film. But I think Chris from Crisscross Media put it perfectly on a recent episode of the podcast, kind of summing up his words as best as I can. He said that the uh, Brachiosaurus scene happened And you can't repeat that magic. I think that is the perfect way to describe it. You can't expect to have that same magic in in new films here because it's already happened. It's done. Now, The Lost World certainly didn't copy the same format as Jurassic Park, so I hope this sequel will do the same. Also, you're right. The animatronics need to make a big comeback. Now, with Colin still in the mix, I think he'll push hard for it this time. But really, who knows because they made plenty of money without them last time. Over on Twitter, Diego Rodriguez says, I'm very happy that Bayona is the director. Watch The Impossible and it's amazing. Great movie with lots of tension and emotions. I hope he makes Jurassic World 2 more dark and serious. And I hope he gives the characters more complexity and development and understands that we need to see new dinosaur species and not a hybrid flood. You know, after all these great things that everybody's saying about The Impossible, I really need to find this and watch it. Uh, Also, Diego brings up a great point here about the hybrids. Now, I think a lot of people are are done with this hybrid storyline. People are sick of it already, even if there's just one movie. I think a lot of people just want to see 
uh, real dinosaurs. You know, I think this needs to be put out in a poll somewhere here on the future on the podcast because it seems like the consensus is that people just want those more realistic dinosaurs, maybe even take a, a more naturalistic approach as to what we know they look like now. But who knows? Um, but overall, I think everybody is really excited for this sequel and for J.A. Bayona to be directing it. Uh, thanks again for checking in on this special update. Make sure to listen to this week's episode featuring Matt Prody, where we discuss our top five villains in the franchise. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast. And our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes. Now we're on Google Play, so make sure to check that out. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and YouTube, or really wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes each and every week. If you haven't already, please, of course, give us a five-star review in iTunes or an amazing review wherever you listen to the podcast. You know how much it will help our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us. We're always spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, segment ideas, pictures, top tens, or comments about this director to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to record something for the show, of course, you can send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. Now, a lot of people don't have a way to record, so if you don't, you can give our voicemail a call and leave us a message. And that number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and of course, enjoy. Enjoy.